is the Healthy Families Podcast, and I am your host, Jenny Hatch. I was absolutely thrilled to see President Trump indicted last night. I thought that was fabulous news. There are many of us who are his supporters who have been anticipating this day for a long time, knowing that it would come, and now it's here. So very exciting, very exciting development, let's say that. I am someone who followed the QAnon drops in real time, which means starting about in April of 2018, I started watching for the drops on 4chan, 8chan, and the various places where it was published on um, the QAnon map. And I also watched the um, proofs that showed up on President Trump's Twitter feed. And as we had this back and forth between Q and those who were the Anons asking Q questions, um, I became very involved in making movies, podcasts, and blog posts, sharing the drops, and uh, just what I thought about the whole big thing, whole big scene. When, when Q first started, my oldest daughter really got into it and kept telling me, Mom, you've got you've to check this out. It's really interesting. And I just kind of poo-pooed it thinking, you know, this is just a, a psyop that's, that's not legit. But there came a day in April of 2018 when uh, my daughter and I were watching the news and it showed the Easter egg hunt that they have for the kids on the White House lawn every year. And President Trump was interviewed and he said something like, we're going to make the White House tippy top clean, tippy top. And my daughter busted out laughing. And she said, oh, that's a Q proof. I was like, what's a Q proof? She said, oh, one of the Anons said, hey, would you give us a nod sometime in a speech and just use the words tippy top? And so he did. He used it several times that same week in the White House Easter egg roll and then other couple of other things. Just giving a nod. Yes, he's on board with Q. He knows what's going on. He knows what's being said. In the early drops, he came in and gave everybody a nod and identified himself as Q+. So in all of the Q drops, uh, drops, whenever you see Q+, they're either referring to President Trump or he himself is talking. So that was the big question, you know, kind of in the beginning is, is the Trump administration involved in these drops? Uh, why are they using this coded language to communicate? What's the goal? What is going on with this Q thing? And so what I learned is that this was a way for the Trump administration to bypass the media, which we all know is establishment owned, especially the news media owned by the establishment made up of drug companies and car companies and gas and oil companies, uh, military industrial complex interests run the media in America and honestly all around the world. They've captured it. So President Trump knew that. It's why he went after the media with almost every speech. He was calling them fake news, fake news. That was his mantra. And it's the truth because uh, many of us have known for decades that the news was incredibly slanted towards establishment interests. When my kids were little 20 years ago, if we ever bothered to watch a news program, I had them play a game. And the game was, let's count up all of the pharmaceutical ads that are sponsoring this news. 
And so we would. It'd be 10, 12, 15 ads for pharmaceutical products. Uh, and that's the news. They're the ones paying for the news. I was trying to help my kids see that there's things going on behind those commercials, behind those news programs that are manipulating the way you think, manipulating the way you observe the world. And so that was how I tried to help my own loved ones to understand the various agendas. But the Q drops were amazing because it provided this workaround to the news media and the journalist class, which thinks of themselves as elites. In many ways, they are elites. They've gone to the best schools. They make the most money. One of the funniest things to me is the way they treat each other as celebrities. Ooh, we're going to have an interview with a fellow journalist as if that's something all of us are interested in. No, I don't want to hear the details of your life. You know, whoever, Diane Sawyer, I don't care. I want to hear the news of the day. Um, and so I, I've been kind of angry that the media has become these elites, these uh, celebrities in our culture, because that's not their job. They should be sharing what's happening in the world in an honest and upbeat way. And so here's this workaround in the form of these drops that came out, communicating certain messages to anybody who was interested in watching. And for anybody who wants to go back and read all the Q drops, they're still online. You can go read them, think about them, ponder them. President Trump's Twitter's back up. You can compare them, the drops to the, the proofs that he put on his Twitter feed. It's available for anybody who wants to go figure it out. But what it did was for about two years, it gave a complete bypass to the gatekeepers in the form of our journalists and allowed for President Trump and his team, and it's been estimated it's about 10 people who made up the Q team. I personally think people like Dan Scavino, who we know had a lot of control over Trump's Twitter feed. I think there's a good chance Jared Kushner, Steve Bannon, Stephen Miller. I don't know how many of these guys were involved with Q. It's also been said that there's like seven military people who were involved. And that's why the comms had a, a certain military feel to them. Very precise. And so I thought of it kind of like a game. As these drops came out, it gave me a chance to ponder, you know, what are they talking about? What is this? And then the Anons, there's thousands and thousands of Anons. The Anons would ask questions. Okay, does it mean this? Does it mean this? And then Q would come back with a link, a link to a video or a tweet or somebody's blog post. There was a day when a blogger named Paul Saren, who's a really brilliant guy, I think he's in Brazil, uh, they linked to one of his blog posts, said he's got it right. And so there were various people who were um, being used to help share information. And what was this information about? Well, I never heard about Jeffrey Epstein before the Q drops. I never heard about Ghislaine Maxwell. I did not know their names. I didn't know who they were. And so when Q said, hey, these people are trafficking children and we're going to do something about it. Uh, when Jeffrey Epstein was arrested, that was a day that everybody in the Q sphere cheered. When Ghislaine was arrested, that was another day we were all cheering pretty good. Allison Mack, yeah, same thing. Trafficker for Nexium. When Keith Raniere was arrested, another huge day. 
So for all of those out there, even today, who are saying, oh, there was nothing to that QAnon thing. It was just a cult. It was just a fake out. No, there were real arrests of real people happening in real time. And so uh, that's what I point to for anybody who calls us a cult. So there was nothing there. Yeah, there's a lot there. There's still a lot there. We first found out about Hunter Biden, his laptop, the laptop from hell, and all of the shenanigans of the Biden uh, presidency and when vice president was when he was vice president under the Obama administration, we read about things tied to gas companies in Ukraine. And there was lots of drops about human trafficking and the most horrifying evils stemming from Ukraine. We also read about on the Q drops, a great uh, compromise and partnership between China and Russia and some of the BRICS nations deciding to go off the, the dollar and move to their own currencies backed by gold. What just happened this past week? There's some countries out there who do not want to use the dollar as their reserve currency. It's happening right in front of our eyes. These were these are all things that were talked about in the Q drops. If you don't believe me, go read them. So these are the things that I've been interested in following and reporting on in my own spaces on my blog, my videos, podcasts, and now on my Substack and here at Colin. And one of the things that were talked about, that was talked about, was a very visible arrest. That there would be somebody arrested that would shock the nations and point the direction of where we were headed. So yesterday when we saw that the indictment had come through and it's a thing and on Tuesday Trump's going to be arrested, there were many of us in the Q community who cheered because it's evidence of us moving forward with all this information. For so many years, it's just felt like we've been in a holding pattern, just kind of waiting as things unfolded, moving glacially slow. And the January 6th arrests and these poor guys illegally imprisoned and more to come, thousand more people about to be arrested, while people who got pepper sprayed during Antifa uprisings in New York and various hotspots around the country are going to get reparations in the form of $19,000 each for being pepper sprayed. You know, how dare the police actually make them stop lighting things on fire and shooting up the place. But, oh, these January 6th guys, yeah, we'll put them in solitary confinement for a year. And we don't care if they die of cancer untreated in a Washington, D.C. political gulag. The double-layered uh, double justice system is alive and well in America. So I'm going to look to see if anybody's here. Okay. Uh, what's your name? i got to put my glasses on. Tim. Do you want to participate? You just hear to hear. Oh, Q's a bunch of idiots. Well, thank you. You know, don't bother to come in and talk to me. If you don't know, you don't know. I'm somebody who knows. I'm not an idiot. I follow it very closely. And I am thrilled with what's going on. Um, lots of us refer to President Trump as the God Emperor and also a very stable genius. He's one of the greatest gifts that has ever happened to the American people because he has stood in between us and the establishment that wants to completely enslave us, abolish the 
constitution and hand us over to a world government that wants to just completely enslave us. And uh, we're having none of it. So those are my thoughts on this beautiful Friday morning. Thank you for stopping by. And I look forward to um, seeing what happens on Tuesday. Will Ron DeSantis hand him over? There is a question about a Florida extradition. Will he actually allow them to come in and take him? Will Will Trump fly up in Trump Force One to New York and hand himself off to this brag district attorney? That remains to be seen. And boy, wouldn't that be a spectacle for the world to see this man being arrested, cuffed, put in his orange jumpsuit and placed behind bars. The Banana Republic of America. Here we are. So, all right. Thanks for stopping by, Tim. I hope you have a great day.